Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. And today let's just get straight into it. This episode will be about my match yesterday at the Swiss Open where I played against Tommy Junior Popov from France. And as you probably know, unfortunately I lost 21-19, 21-16 in 44 minutes. It's a frustrating loss, I have to admit. Um, I actually felt like there were a lot of good things that uh, happened in this match. Like I was moving much, much better compared to what I did in uh, Germany, where I didn't feel like I had any power in my legs and I uh, yeah, just gen generally didn't feel great in terms of uh, my movement. But yesterday on court against Thomas, I, uh, I felt no limits in my, uh, yeah, in my physical capabilities on court. Like I felt like I was moving great. I felt like I could still be uh, explosive as well in the attack, uh, or at least more than what I have been able to for uh, yeah, the past uh, couple of weeks or even a month. So all in terms of my physicality and like my movement, I, I think was, was great. I'm still struggling a little bit with my hamstring. Uh, I, I still think I have something that's uh, like a little bit pulled. Uh, but when I play, when I put on uh, like some... Uh, some different like creams and oils and uh, yeah some some kind of sort of painkillers uh, it, it works fine there's there's no issues when i'm actually on court so i'm very happy with yeah how i felt physically on court i think i also played in terms of my tactical uh, choices uh, i think i actually played a pretty decent game uh, i just felt like i couldn't really uh, capitalize on the chances i created in the uh, in the first game Lost it 21-19, lost it on a uh, on a point where my uh, my strings break on a, like a a flat drive where he's he's pushing it upward, so it's actually a good chance for me to kill it. But I miss hit it a little bit and my my rackets uh, break and it goes like almost under the net. And I think it's two or three rallies before that I have another flat drive from him, which is one that's again going upwards, and I had also read that it was going to come there uh, or anticipated that it would come there uh, but also missed that one so i ha had a couple of like important misses i also felt like i had a lot of trouble actually finishing off the rallies when i had good chances with short lifts from him and stuff uh, which is partly also due to him getting a lot back but again i feel like my yeah, my attack is lacking a little bit under the uh, the fact that my my power is not what it used to be, and especially not when I was moving at my very best. Uh, again, I think I was moving much, much better this time, and uh, no question about that, but it's kind of like the last little bit of power is, is not there uh, to kind of finish off those rallies. So I think I had a lot of costly uh, points in that first game where I actually played well and played myself into some good opportunities, but just couldn't capitalize, and uh, that's uh, credit to him for getting things back but also like a little annoying uh, for me because I, I think also had I been a little bit wiser with my choices and used a bit more variation instead of trying to go for power, try to play a bit more <clears throat> in front of him in the attack and uh, yeah, use more like slices and maybe even body smashes. I think I would have maybe managed to win a couple of those important points. 
but in a way I didn't. So I need to uh, learn from that for the next one. The second game, um, I'm not sure I would say it's even more frustrating than the first, because again, the first was 19, the second was 16, but I had a 14-9 lead in the second where I was <clears throat> definitely playing much better than he was, which was also why I had the big lead. Uh, I felt in control. He, he wasn't really able to put anything on the floor. My defense was uh, was pretty flawless. But at that time, like 14-9, he upped the pace a little bit and became more aggressive. And unfortunately, I backed off a little bit and trusted like my defense a bit too much, which meant I started playing a little bit too slow. It wasn't like I played slow, but just a little bit slower than I had been playing up until that point which made it then possible for him to actually both hit a few winners but also put me under a bit more pressure so I would stress a bit more and make a few more uh, mistakes. Uh, so yeah, I regret a little bit that I didn't stay as aggressive as I had been in the uh, the first one and a half games. Uh, and it wasn't because like I was attacking all the time but just aggressive in terms of my movement. So just moving fast all the time and then I could still hit lifts and like more defensive shots and stuff. but. Yeah, I needed that that speed of movement, that aggressiveness in my movement. Uh, and yeah, as soon as I slowed that down a little bit, it became easier for him to dictate some of the rallies, but also hit a few winners every now and then, which gave, gave him confidence and made me a little bit more insecure. So in the end, I made yeah, I made too many mistakes because I was like second guessing myself because for most of the match, I didn't feel like I was one step behind. Uh, so it's easy to take the right decisions. But from that point on, I felt like I was running a bit more, trying to catch up. And then, yeah, I started second guessing myself uh, instead of just yeah making the right choices. I kept on thinking about like what strokes to do instead of just like doing it uh, yeah automatically, you could say. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm quite frustrated actually with this loss. Uh, I'm not saying I should have won, but I f definitely feel like I should have at least got it into a third game. And then, yeah, who knows what could have happened. I could have lost, I could have won, who knows. I'm just a little bit annoyed. I wasn't better at capitalizing on the opportunities that I actually did create in the match. So the positives are that my movement was better. Uh, and also that I actually created a lot of good chances my, for myself. I think the level was, was quite high, uh, but it's kind of the same story as it's been for uh, yeah, for the past year now, that I'm playing well. I play some close matches, but I do not win any of them, or at least not a lot of them, which doesn't give any points for the rankings, which again means that my ranking will keep, keep on dropping, which complicates getting into the events for the future. So I think that's why it also hurts a little bit more losing this one, because it was a good opportunity. Um, no disrespect to Toma, he's a good player. I lost to him twice before, so it shouldn't be a big surprise, but it was a good chance to make a run in this tournament also because Kunlevut Vitsitsan, who we were supposed to play the winner of in the second round, he pulled out. So the second round was against the Koki Watanabe from Japan which also is a player I lost to the last time I played, but also had a match point again. So again, a like 50-50 kind of match, maybe he would be the favorite, but like a chance, a match where there would be a decent chance. So it's a little bit frustrating, not exploiting the opportunity. Uh, I could have really uh, used that, but yeah, it didn't go like that. And uh, all I can do is try and take the positives, try and uh, keep working hard for Oliang Masters, which will be the next one for me, not next week, but the week after, where I have a very tough first round draw against Rasmus Gemke from Denmark. 
So yeah, it is what it is, quite annoying. Uh, I still don't get the wins, but at least there were some positives and also like, yeah, again, the, the physical part I'm, I'm really happy about. As you guys know, it's something I was working on to make better from German Open. There's still some way to go to make it feel perfect, but we are definitely moving that part in the right direction. So that will be the positive, most positive thing I take with me back home. Today, I've just, enjoyed my time here in Basel. I have a flight ticket Friday morning, so I will fly home tomorrow. I'm recording this Thursday evening. So today I just enjoyed Basel city, which is a lovely city. I, I would really recommend that. I don't know how many times I've been here, maybe something like 10 times, never really realized how uh, nice a city it is. I think I spoke about it on the previous podcast as well. But yeah, spent five hours again today uh, looking at some of all the sites, the oldest church here and uh, yeah, all kinds of cool old historic stuff. So if you're into, uh, into that kind of stuff, you should uh, come and visit Basel for a few days. Anyway, guys, I will uh, be back with a, another update maybe next week, maybe the week after. I'm not quite sure about that. But for all my Patreons, please remember that tomorrow, so Friday, there will be a Q&A at one o'clock Central European time. So at one o'clock tomorrow, I will have a Q&A only for my Patreons. So if anyone wants to join that who's not already uh, a patron, please go check it out at patreon.com and get the link for the Q&A there. Thanks guys for listening. Thanks for your support. I'll be back soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.